Welcome back to another week on this podcast. You are listening to Mad Woman and we are back for another week and another podcast. I am so happy to have you here with me one more time. So I'm going to start off by saying something that's annoying but necessary, okay? So just trust me on this one. I want you to think, when I opened this podcast, did I click uh, the little subscribe or like follow or whatever the button is on whatever platform you're listening to? Did I click it? If you are saying no or are unsure, please check and please, please just hit the button. We might be adults, but we all know that clicking buttons is fun. So have a little fun and just click the button, okay? Well, I am so happy we did that. I'm going to start this by, uh, well, I guess we're already started, but we're going to continue this and I'm going to give you a little bit of a life update. Rewind. Remember last week when I said that I had been thinking about shaving my head? Well, I did it. My head is shaved. I have not very many hairs. They're very short. And so we're going to talk about that today. And then after that, we're also going to do some advice. We're going to have a little advice segment. But this advice segment is going to be called... I actually didn't think of a name yet. Give me one minute. Give me one minute. I'm going to think of a name. Okay, so for right now, this advice segment is going to be called... Do it or don't do it. Maybe don't. Or do it. We can workshop the name as we go along. It might change. We'll see. But the premise for this is I'm going to be giving some advice and it's it's just it's going to be like alternative advice, we'll call it. So some advice that you will maybe take if you want to follow a more non-traditional route to solving your problems. But we'll get back to that later. Right now, we're just going to start with my hair because apparently shaving your head is a very radical decision, but I would just like to remind everyone listening that it's just a haircut. It's just a haircut and nothing more than that at the end of the day. Hair does grow back, so this is not permanent. It is temporary and we're all going to be okay, okay? We're all going to make it through through this situation together. So at this point, you might be wondering, Kaisla, what just like, why? What went through your head? Why did you want to shave your head? And the answer to that is, I think it looks dope. I have a Pinterest board full of buzz-cutted lady heads. That sounds weird. It's not. Maybe it is. I don't know. Anyways, I've been wanting to do it for a while. I've wanted to do it ever since I lived in London, but I don't think I was ready. I don't think I was there yet. And so I didn't do it. And now... About a month ago, the urge, it came back. And one of my friends at work, hi Meg, told me not to do it yet because the planets were flip-flopping. Pluto was in Gatorade. I don't really know. So she told me to wait. And so I was like, I think it's a smart idea to wait, uh, not necessarily because of what the planets are doing, but just to make sure that I actually want to do it. The desire to shave my head, it stuck around. And I just had this feeling where I was like, this is like the start of something amazing. Maybe that's weird, but that's how I was feeling at the time. And so then I called my friend Hannah. I said, hey, Hannah Banana, what's up? Do you want to shave my head? And she said, yes. 
So I, I'd wanted to do this because, one, it looks sweet, and two, because I just had wanted to do it before, and I was like, at some point in my life, I'm going to have to have a shaved head. Just be, just It's going to have to happen. What better time than now? We're in a pandemic, which is seeming to be an excuse just for everything. So we're in a pandemic. I'm young. I am not dating anyone so no one else really has to care what i even look like like just why not now now seems like a pretty good time so i was pretty decided on this is what i was gonna do and so i started telling people i started talking about it putting it into the world and why are so many people concerned why are so many people attached to my hair it was like kind of weird ma'ams and sirs and everyone else this is it's not on your, like, you never, you barely, see, you only see it when you see me, and you never, like, that's all you do with it, you just look at it sometimes, why are you so attached to my hair? So that was a weird phenomenon that I was not expecting, and made me feel a little weird, but it made me want to do it even more, just because I was like, no, I, I own this, this, I get to decide what I'm gonna do with this. And then one thing that I was thinking about a lot when I was deciding to do it or not really really bothered me i was thinking about whether like the thing i was most concerned with my number one concern when deciding whether to shave my head or not was whether i would still be pretty and that just bothered me because why does that even matter like obviously it does lots of society is based around like trying to look better and like being attractive and whatever but why is that so important to me? And so I just kind of wanted to not care, like try and not care about that. Um, and it was bothering me that I cared so much about it. And so that is also another thing that like made me just step out of my box and try something new and step out of like traditional femininity and beauty as cheesy as that sounds to say. And when I started thinking about this or started wanting to do this, it wasn't some big, like, stick it to the man, be my own person, radical thing. But then the more I started thinking about uh, what was holding me back or why, why it was being treated as such a big decision, I just started to think about all of these things and it boggled my brain and made me a little not mad, but like frustrated. And then, so it did kind of turn into a little bit of a like, fuck the system kind of thing. We all know about like when, okay, probably what most of us or a lot of us associate a woman shaving her head with is Britney Spears's meltdown, I believe. Was it 2007? I don't really know. Dates probably aren't important here. But with the Britney Spears meltdown, so I literally had people asking me if I was okay. And I was like, yes, why are you asking? And they're like, oh, it's just shaving your head, like big thing. And at the end of the day, like if we break it down, you're asking me if I'm okay because I'm, I'm choosing to cut my hair. Like to me, that just is crazy. Like what? Yeah, I'm sick now, but sick is in the bro that's sick kind of way not in any way ill anyways that's the end of my fuck the system rant i have noticed lots of 
pros, as in pros and cons, to shaving my head so far. One of them being my showers are much shorter. I have less nervous tics. I think that when I was feeling uncomfortable or in a like a nervous kind of situation, I would fidget by playing with my hair a lot and don't have that. And it, it was weird because it wore off so quickly. Like I almost didn't notice myself doing those things at all. Sometimes I would I still find myself trying to tuck my hair behind my ears, but I've pretty much stopped doing that too. My head is very soft now, so it's very fun to pet. So that's a pro. I can just pet my head all day and it feels really nice on my hand and really nice on my head. I honestly have not come across any cons yet. So that is really great. I do think that this uh, fits my personality a lot better. And I said this to my friend Kate and what she said made me laugh. Hi, Kate. She said, yeah, now I know you're weird. So I can be a little bold. I can be a little blunt. I can be a little out there crazy. And now you know what's coming when you look at me. I did have a moment of panic or not panic. I questioned it. I questioned it for a moment. The night that I did it, when I was at dinner and I kept catching my reflection in the window, I was just like, was this a mistake? Oh no, I don't recognize myself. But that was over really quickly. And that's that. Oh, but if anyone was wondering, my head shape is round. Thank you very much. But that's that on that on shaving my head if anyone has any more questions wants me to shave their head anything of the sort uh you know where to find me okay now let's get into a little little bitty bit of advice on uh what did i call this segment on uh do it or don't do it maybe don't or maybe do okay so what i did is obviously People are not people are not asking me for advice. <laughs> Literally nobody asked for this. I just wanted to do it because I thought it would be fun. So what I did is I went on Reddit and I have some some requests for advice from strangers who probably will never hear this advice and didn't ask for my advice. But who knows, maybe you'll be able to <laughs> relate to some of these situations. And then if you relate, this advice is for you. It's free. You don't need to send me anything. First one's free, 50% discount on the next one, and then start paying after that, okay? So we're going to start with one that's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. The question is, thinking of opening a pizza place, looking for advice from other pizza shop owners. And I might not be a pizza shop owner, but let me tell you, I have been to a number of pizza spots in my life, so I am qualified, okay? Okay. And honestly, the answer to this, it came to me right away. Straight away, I knew I have the perfect business plan for this person looking for advice. And my advice is you also have to sell drugs. This doesn't just go for uh, pizza places. This also goes for convenience stores. And it gets a little bit harder in Canada where marijuana is legal. Um, so you're going to have to up your game. You are going to have to up your game. And let me tell you, let me tell you why selling drugs 
as well as pizza makes for a successful pizza spot okay we all watched narcos on netflix you know the story of pablo escobar and drugs are a great side hustle you can make a lot of money selling them so more profit to put back into your pizza business it helps to create a sense of mystery and allure around your shop sort of like you become an urban legend and people get curious and it drives traffic there are some good marketing opportunities you could do some deals that are like uh buy a slice get a gram or maybe like buy a gram get a free slice whatever you want to do uh you could take it in a lot of different directions from there but all i'm seeing all i'm seeing is opportunity and if you're worried about the police well we know there's some room for corruption in there if you don't necessarily want to bribe we know that police like donuts so maybe start like selling some donuts alongside your pizza and your drugs and then they'll be okay with it who knows you could explore that a little further Anyway, so I hope that was some helpful advice for all of you up-and-coming pizza shop owners out there. If it was helpful, if you took the advice, please let me know. We're going to move on to the next one. I think that this next one is definitely more relatable than the last one. Here it goes. I fear hell deeply, and I'm looking for advice. I've committed sins, nothing unspeakably awful, just enough to be concerned. And the first thing I'm going to say, haven't we all? And the second thing I'm going to say is go big or go home is the motto. You've already committed sins. You can really try and go to confession. You can try and redeem yourself, all of these things. But at the end of the day, the way I see it is you're already fucked. You, like, you've probably committed sins that you don't even know about and that you will not be not know that you have to like redeem yourself for and you still have a whole lifetime in front of you so inevitably you're gonna sin again and then at some point you might you might die before you actually get a chance to ask for forgiveness for certain sins that you're not even aware of so it's it's a bit of a tough system the way that it was built and it's really it's designed to have us lose so go big or go home i think that you should just keep sinning and maybe maybe commit so many sins that the devil almost like idolizes you like puts you on a pedestal and says this is exemplary this is the gold standard of going to hell and then you become kind of like hell famous so that's kind of how I would approach it, but to each his own. All right, we'll do one more. Here it goes. Here's the question. I need advice on how to approach telling my parents that I failed my first semester of college and don't plan on doing a second semester. So the framework that we're going to apply to this question can be applied to a lot of different situations and it's something that once you understand the concept you can really get creative with it okay so the the theory the idea the philosophy behind this is you need to do something worse to make this seem not so bad in comparison it's all about 
It's all about relativity and perspective. So failing your first semester of college and not wanting to do a second one, if that's something your parents really want to do, that's a tough one. Like you're going to have to do something pretty bad. And just to be safe, you're going to want to make sure it's like really, really above and beyond. Because if you do something that's kind of a similar level of non-desirable, then the two things will kind of just get like compounded into one cluster of disappointment and bad. But you want to do something so bad that it really just blows failing this semester and not wanting to go back out of the water. Like, blows it out of the water so much that your parents forget it even happened. They don't have any energy or attention to think about the fact that you failed your first semester. Some things that come to mind initially are like felony charges, like something that is going to get you put in jail for a really long time. Face tattoos are also a good one. If your parents are homophobic, being gay is something that is like a permanent thing that they really won't like and it'll just stick with them forever whereas this college thing is pretty temporary so those are just those are some different directions that you could take it in and I'm just gonna let you guys be creative with this one because you also have to think about your parents value systems and what they really want from you and how to just really turn those upside down and disappoint them based on those things and that's very individual so I'm just gonna let everybody run wild with this one use your use your own creativity and just like that bada bing bada boom we're at the end of another episode thank you so much for coming back this week i hope you had fun and i hope you liked it because i had fun and if you liked the segment uh fuck what are we calling it again maybe do it maybe don't probably don't or maybe do then let me know. And if you have any problems that you need advice on and want help with in this segment, let me know for the future because, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy to put good karma out there. I'm happy to help you out. Anyways, have an amazing rest of your day. And like I said, for the love of God, please press, please press the subscribe button. For the love of God, bye. Please help me out and press the subscribe button. Okay? All right. See you next week. Bye. Hi. You thought it was over? Well, guess what? It's not quite over yet because I just wanted to pop on here and tell you one more thing. I just wanted to say real quick that COVID numbers are really the rising in Halifax. We just got kicked out of the Atlantic bubble, which we actually started ourselves. But cases are rising, so wear your masks and none of that nose out of the top of it bullshit wear your fucking mask like come on common cause common courtesy let's just wear our masks wash our hands and we will be part of the atlantic bubble before we know it so let's just do that okay 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 bye for real this time see you later see you next week